0: The Fade the Noise Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise Podcast. And Lundy, I love to experiment with new configurations, computations, permutations, slap it all together and hopefully make some cash and for the first time that I've uh, ever noticed before, because I'm not really sure this was available last year at uh, many of the legal sports books here in this, uh, fine, uh, these United States of the America. Uh, but last year, uh, you could just bet on a player to hit a home run. And, of course, it was always a plus odds any given game. This year, however, you can bet on the under .5 home runs. So I've been uh, toying around with taking four players, uh, with maybe uh, not so storied histories against a certain starting pitcher or a team, or it's just a bad matchup in general. And I've been piecing them together, gluing together. Uh, not to the floor, though, at a Timberwolves game with some straight up Elmers like that woman absurdly tried to do last night <laughs> in the playing matchup. Uh, and I've had a lot of success uh, with these suckers. If you've been following the free spreadsheet at Noisy Huevos, and-, and I've got a no home run parlay for you that I want to share. Now, uh, truth be told, uh, the Philadelphia Phillies have an early game today against the New York Mets, so if you're listening early, well, that early bird gets the worm uh, if this sucker hits. So here's what I've got for you. Give me Reese Hoskins uh, against the New York Mets. Give me Willie Adamas against Baltimore. Joey Gallo, uh, Gallo against Toronto, and Yasmani Grandal against against Seattle. None of those guys eclipse offense fence. It is plus 113, my man. And all these guys have not exactly had fine histories against the projected starters. Uh, For example, Hoskins, one for 23 lifetime uh, against Max Scherzer. He struck out 12 times. Willie Adamas, one for 12 lifetime against John Means with four Ks. Joey Gallo, one for 12 against Jose Berrios uh, with six strikeouts. And Yasmani Grandal, three for 13. A little bit more success against uh, Mr. Ray, but he's got six strikeouts against Robbie Ray. So again, all four of those guys do
1: not hit a
0: home run I'm getting a plus odds at BetMGM. What do you think?
1: I like your little uh, experimentation here. I mean, you know, that's usually what college is for. But I, I'm <laughs> glad that you have found uh, a way to be able to piece these together. I, I've seen folks that do this on the hockey side of things, um, where you're betting uh, against somebody to get a point um, within a game, and you put a few of those together, and you get yourself into positive territory. So the fact that you can now do it, with the home runs i like it because like you said you find somebody that doesn't have great success against a particular pitcher or a pitcher that just isn't known for giving up the long ball not a bad way to get yourself into positive territory so now you get to the point where you're kind of the opposite of what most bettors are most people are betting for runs or betting yep. for hits yep now you're just betting for a dude to go over
0: yeah it's precisely right so roll with the no home run parlay and maybe you'll make some moolah in the process. With that, on this Hockey Hump Day edition, let's dive in headfirst into another Fade 5. Number 5. All right, Lundy, let's drop the puck and make some bucks. Smash those books into the boards. How we do yesterday in the National Hockey League? And what do you have for me tonight?
1: Well, I got to be honest, I had family in town. I have no idea how we did yesterday. <laughs> That's a great question. I went out to dinner. We were having some nice uh, after-dinner drinks at oh. this really cool speakeasy in oh. Denver. Oh, yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, I, I was checking my phone for some scores. But I don't know how we did. That's a great question. Somebody (laughs) hit me up on Twitter. How the (laughs) hell did our bets do yesterday, folks? Because I haven't been paying attention. Um, Let's go uh, to tonight's action, though. Uh, Thank goodness, uh, Brad, you and I are not currently in Winnipeg. Uh, They have postponed the game between Seattle and Winnipeg because they are expecting uh, 20 inches of snow, uh, 40-mile-an-hour winds. Uh, it's crazy. They are going to look to make up this game on May first, which will actually be after the regular season. Uh, Winnipeg still has an outside shot at the playoffs. I actually truly wonder if part of the reason they postponed it was uh, because if Winnipeg gets to where they're not in the playoff hunt, they may just cancel this thing altogether yeah. and move on. Uh, so we are left with three games on the schedule tonight, including the TNT doubleheader. Let me give you the early game on TNT. It'll be in Philly. The Rangers are there to take on the Flyers. We're We're going to play the under in this one. And I don't like to play unders in hockey very often because every now and then you get these explosions of scoring. Uh, But you're talking about the Rangers that are 18th in the league in goals uh, and Philly that is 28th in the league in goals uh it's just these two teams just don't score a lot um and it's because they just don't have the the kind of offensive weapons to be able to get it done um new york rangers with a with a great goaltending this season so you just put it all together i don't expect a lot of goals so we're going to take the under on the six you can get that at DraftKings at a minus 110
0: all right bet the under baby and uh, let me make sure you track your wagers Tonight. Number four. All right, let's get after it here. Number four here in the Fade Five. Let's go to the Diamond, and we are expecting some blustery conditions. On the south side, as the White Sox are hosting the Seattle Mariners, we got Dallas Keichel on the bump uh, for the home squad and Robbie Ray uh, from the visiting Mariners in this one. I actually like the over on nine runs, and it's a reduced juice right now at DraftKings at minus 105. You look at what Dallas Keichel did last season against the Seattle Mariners in a couple of starts, a 4.5 ERA. And I know Robbie Ray misses a ton Of bats. There's no question about it. One of the highest K per nine rates of any pitcher in Major League Baseball. Just nasty stuff overall. And he was genius in his first start of the season seven innings pitched, one earned run, and five punch outs against the Minnesota Twins. Uh, And he had a near impeccable 1.35 ERA in a couple of starts against the Southsiders last season. But the wins were expected to be a persistent. 20-plus miles per hour blowing out to left. That same storm system you mentioned that's bearing Winnipeg and a couple of feet of snow and creating blizzard-like conditions. Well, here in Illinois, we're expecting severe thunderstorms, some tornadic activity. It's already blustery. It's already a deluge. uh, And hopefully they'll be able to get this game in, but... Now the winds are certainly going to pick up, and I think, given the propensity for Robbie Ray to give up fly balls last season, fifty-two point nine fly ball rate. In Major League Baseball, that was uh, inside the top 20 in that category among eligible starters. Uh, that uh, portends to be not a good thing when the winds are howling out to left field against a team full of right-handed power hitters. So the Southpaw could be in trouble, and as a result, him and Keiko, though Keiko is an extreme ground ball pitcher, uh, he did give up a few gopher balls last season. The ball could be jumping out of guaranteed rate, This evening. So, give me the over. Seattle and Chicago, nine runs, minus 105 at DraftKings. Fade or follow, my man.
1: People uh, lean into the under. I think this actually opened when I first saw it at nine and a half. So if it's come down by that half a run that you've got here, uh, you're getting your opportunity to take advantage of the weather. Now, I think they're getting influenced by what was it? Three to two in game one uh, of the series. So, yeah, yep. there, people and are Robbie at, Ray,
0: too. I mean, that's the yeah. other influential factor.
1: Yeah. So I, I like this one. Uh, I'm going to roll with you on the uh, on the over between these two. And let's see the ball go in the air and then just Whoosh, out over the fence
0: Yeah, no doubt about it Take the over Between the Sox and the M's
1: Number 3
0: Alright, let's go ahead and stick with the over theme here And let's zero in on a pitcher prop And Corbin Burns Mr. Burns, Pinky's out And we are raising those extended digits because I think he's going to punch out at least seven uh, tonight in his matchup against the Baltimore Orioles. So give me the over six and a half K's juiced up a little bit minus one thirty five at pet MGM, but uh, not enough for me to be swayed on the under. The reason why I like the over is simple. Uh, Corbin Burns. Uh, It was a bit rocky in his first start of the season against the Chicago Cubs. Five innings pitched, four strikeouts, but yeah, his location was off in that game. uh, Uncharacteristically, was walking guys all over the place, but his velocity was A-OK, on par with what we saw last season. So just chalk it up. Uh, to early season jitters or maybe the frigid conditions there at Wrigley Field. Um, You look what he did last season, a 12.61K per nine, one of the best in baseball and missing bats. And that is certainly what the O's have done this season. They lead the major leagues uh, through their first five games with 58 Total strikeouts, so a ton of free swingers, which is a recipe for success when he got a power pitcher like Mr. Benz. So, Lundy, fade or follow, Corbin Burns over 6.5 strikeouts, minus 135 at Ben MGM.
1: You know, the fascinating thing I find about Burns, if you go back and look at last season, Brad, is his ERA was almost a full run lower on the road hmm. than it was at home. Um, which is which is an oddity a lot of times you get that comfort pitchers are happy to be in their home park you know you wake up in your own bed all that kind of stuff this is a guy that was that much better on the road so i'm actually going to roll with it in part because of that he seems to have this comfort of pitching on the road and so if that's going to be the case give me the over on the k's i'm with you
0: yeah all day long punch him out corbin all right, stay tuned for my top plays in the NBA Play-In Tournament. Plus, bonus time across the smorgasbord of sports betting goodness. Number two. All right, let's get after it. A uh, couple of mighty fine playing games yesterday. Uh, and I had a profitable night, Lundy. Uh, it was quite fruitful. And and thankfully, again, thanks to, to Glue Girl, uh, she changed the entire tide of that game for the Minnesota Timberwolves, and they scored me the cover at halftime in almost miracle fashion. I had a minus one and a half, and they led at the intermission by a deuce. So, hat tip to her, uh, and hat tip as well to the Brooklyn Nets, though. Cleveland covered with that backdoor. They took care of business in the first half uh, and kept the Cavs under on the team total with ease. So, let's get back after it. Let's... Uh, Focus our attention on a player prop here with a caca Atlanta Hawk and Kevin Herter. And I'm going to go over two and a half main triples at plus odds. Ooh, plus 110 gets seduced by the juice at DraftKings Sportsbook. Why do I like this one? Well, uh, during the regular season, he averaged 5.6 three-point attempts per game netting, 2.2 per contest at a robust 38.9 Percent clip from outside and four matchups against the Hornets four main threes seven two and four So it was over this in three of four games and you look at the last 15 for the Hornets in the regular season They surrendered 14.6 made trays per game and gave up 37.7 percent from outside So the 14.6 uh, three-pointers allowed uh, per game. That was the third most over that span in the NBA. So supreme matchup. Herter, a sharp shooter, and he's gonna be sniping from outside and hopefully make up some uh make us some dolores in the process. So Lundy, feed or follow. Kevin Herter over two and a half made triples plus one ten at DraftKings.
1: I like his uh his four games against Charlotte this season where he's shooting nearly fifty five percent from outside the arc against them. Yeah. now, you know, is that sustainable? probably not uh however all he's got to do is is drain three of them i'm gonna get some plus odds yes i will take that for a guy that already knows he can do it he knows he's got success and he knows that charlotte will give him the opportunities so put all that together and plus odds oh yes thank you uh i'll take that one easily i think he winds up with three maybe four and as you pointed out he did it in three out of four matchups with the hornets already
0: oh plus odds how you do things to me. Number one. All right, let's move on and let's, uh, again, uh, get uh, seduced by the plus odds here, at Lundy. And it's on DeJounte Murray, uh, the statistical giant du jour for the San Antonio Spurs. And I'm going to focus on the over nine and a half assists. Uh, same as Herder. It's plus 110. But I pulled this one from Bet. MGM Now, Murray averaged just south of this in the regular season, 9.2 dimes per game. Uh, But against the Pels in three matchups this year, five assists, 10 assists, and 12 assists. So he was over in two of three. And you look at New Orleans. In their last 15 games, uh, the Pels allow 28.5 assists per game. That ranked fourth most in the NBA over that duration. So knowing that, you know, he is the be-all, end-all for the San Antonio Spurs team, the heart and soul, uh, the guy that really uh, pumps the pistons, uh, the engine uh, for Pop and company. Uh, I think he's going to go out there. I think he's going to have a double-double tonight, and I think it's going to be in points and assists. And by the way, for comparison's sake, if you want to wager on a double-double, the best odds right now in the industry are DraftKings at minus 150, and his rebounds prop is at 7.5, so what does that tell you? This is an awesome value. On assists on the over 9.5 at plus 110. Again, pull this one from bet MGM. So, fade or follow that one with the San Antonio Spur and DeJounte Murray.
1: Well, I'm actually going to help your cause, Brad, because he has played New Orleans four times. Uh, You missed on the most recent at the end of where he had he had 13. He had a triple double in that game uh, against the Pels. He went for 15 points, 11 boards and 13 dimes uh, in that one. So we can add one more where he has gone over this number. But you're right. If you do the comparison, let's see, minus 150 and yet. Uh, I can take his assists at plus odds. Uh, Yes, I will do that because he is uh, he's everything uh, for the San Antonio Spurs. Um, I think they're in trouble. I don't think they win this game. Um, You know, I think the Pels are are moving on and are going to play the clips uh, to decide who gets uh, who gets that eight spot. But uh, that said, Murray should still have a good game. And like I said, they just played the Pels. Uh, a couple of weeks ago and he found success i think that recency is going to be in his head he's got to shoot a little better he was only four of 19 in that game from the field so uh why don't we make some baskets but if he's not making them start dishing the ball murray should be able to get this double double easily
0: yeah just cherry on top of the sunday the spurs have also uh, played at the sixth fastest pace among any nba team over their last 10 games. So that's just fuel to the fire here uh, that he's going to be, you know, in a high-possession contest, which should hopefully lead to more dimes dropped and hit double figures there And us cashing a ticket. All right, Luddy, let's cash some additional tickets. It's bonus time. What else you got on your betting card?
1: Well, I went back and looked, and we sucked yesterday. I apologize uh, (laughs) for not remembering that off the top of my head. But we uh, did not do well yesterday. I thought for sure that three-legger at the end of uh, the pod in bonus time was going to hit. Buffalo decided to play spoiler against uh, Toronto, and that messed us up. But like I said, there's only three games tonight. I already gave you a pick on the under for the first game in the doubleheader on TNT tonight. Let's go to the late game. It is here in Denver. The Avalanche taking on the L.A. Kings. We will take the abs in regulation. That brings the juice down to a minus 145. Um, Colorado's won six in a row, but most importantly, they have had four days off. Um, they have not played uh, since, uh, since uh, what, Saturday, I believe. And then you add into that the fact that the Kings are on the second night of a back-to-back. So the Kings just won in Chicago. Uh, good for them. But now they got to travel to Denver. they got to take on an avalanche team that is well-rested. L.A. is going to be in trouble. Take the Avs in regulation. And again, that brings the money line juice down to a minus 145.
0: All right, let's go to baseball. Let's get you some additional action in that sport. And uh, I like a little one-game parlay here between the New York Yankees and the Toronto Blue Jays. And I'm going to go with the first leg. It's a three-legger. Give me Garrett Cole, five-plus Ks. Give me the Yankees to win. And give me the under in the game, ten-and-a-half at plus plus. 140. And I remember thinking that Cole went out and he sucked in his first start. Exactly, he did against the Boston Red Sox. Four innings pitched, three earned runs, and three strikeouts. But he hit the gun at 98.4 miles per hour on average with his fastball. So there was no issues with velocity. That was all location and maybe a little bit rusty due to the condensed spring training. Toronto has compiled the seventh most total strikeouts so far in the young year with 48. So I, I love the five plus Ks there. I think he writes the ship as a result. Uh, and Barrios, uh, who is on the bump for Toronto, is equally deplorable at his first start. So I think both these guys got going to get their bearings straight. And as a result, this is going to be a low-scoring affair. And I think the Yankees squeak this sucker out. And a little bonus, double bonus time in this game. Uh, I love Aaron Judge uh, to get an RBI at plus odds as well. Storied history against Jose Barrios. Uh, He has 5 for 10 lifetime against him. So, really good shot uh, that he will apply bat to ball, deposit one, and hopefully not going to run. Maybe DJ LeMayhew, uh, for example. So, like that one quite a bit. All right, elsewhere. Let's go back to the NBA, and I like uh, the San Antonio Spurs just to cover on the plus five and a half in this one, and that's universal everywhere at minus 110. Spurs were three and one on the money line. In the regular season against New Orleans, uh, and I think they're going to get the cover, this is just too many points. It should be a final possession kind of game, and the Spurs have been masterful on the road in their last seven games. Number five, an adjusted offensive efficiency. I also don't hate the over on one ten and a half team total points there as the Pels have allowed 113.5 points per game in their last 10 contests. Uh, let's go back to the other game in Charlotte and Atlanta. I think Atlanta covers the minus minus two and a half first first half line. We were two for two yesterday. On first half line. So I'm going to go back to that. Well, Atlanta since March 1st, number six in the NBA, and adjusted net efficiency over the first half. Charlotte, number 14 in that category. Charlotte, two, number 26, and adjusted defensive efficiency in their last eight road games. So uh, I think points are going to be a plenty. I think Atlanta will be up by at least three at the intermission. And uh, speaking of the Hornets, a man that's always packing a lot of sting, and he just wants to have his uh, picture framed on a wall. According to the at and commercials with Lily there, uh, Lamelo Ball. Uh, I'm going to take the over 15 and a half assists plus rebounds, minus 110. This one pulled from FanDuel. He's been over this since six of his last eight, and against Atlanta this season, Lundy. Uh, he's been over this in three of four games, Atlanta 10th most rebounds per game allowed and the eighth fewest assists per game allowed. So the assists a uh, number not exactly favorable, uh, but the rebounds uh, certainly is so I think Bello uh, Lamelo can go out there and get uh, anywhere between seven and nine dimes. And I think he's going to be right there in the vicinity as well of seven to nine rebounds, and you know he might miss around and, and ultimately get a triple double. You just never know. And what should be a high scoring affair. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. A uh, please. Uh, follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me there, at Cuevos. If you enjoy this podcast, and we hope you do, drop us a rating and a review, would you kindly? And until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.